matters to you, it matters to the master. <clears throat> it's one thing to know that as Bible truth and, and another thing when we experience that in our lives. Have you experienced that? Do you, do you know by experience that everything in our lives, it matters to him? I tell you what, he, he cared enough to save us and then he cares enough for every day of our lives and everything we go through. That, that is life-changing within our saved lives when we realize that truth. Thank you for that, Katie. Takes a lot of, that minister to our hearts takes a lot of pressure off me. Uh, you know, the preacher can turn anything to an analogy or almost a sermon, I guess. We all, we all know, well, anybody here who's driven or maybe even the kids in the car know what it's like to have a dead battery, and we know what we do. We pull another car up, up to it, we put cables on it, and uh, we, we take the, the car with a good battery and, and get the car with a bad battery started. But the, but the preacher, the Sunday school teacher, the, the Christian who examines everything from God's Word would say it this way. The car battery does go dead. A powerless battery cannot take you anywhere. So you put up the hood of your car and you pull out some jumper cables. You get another car whose battery is alive and you get the hood of that car close to yours. Then you take the, ca the cables and connect the batteries positive with your positive, the negative with the metal part of the car, the engine, and, and then there is a transfer of power and a transfer of life. The living battery sends its life and its power through the cables to your dead battery. Then you can turn your ignition and know that there has been a transfer of power via the cable. All of a sudden, your dead car comes alive. All of a sudden, your dead motor turns over. All of a sudden, your dead car can now move. Why? Because it has power on its own? No. Because it borrowed power from another. Because it took power from a living battery. I, I know preachers that make a, make a sermon or analogy out of everything they do in life. I even know one who has a Facebook post every day and he takes something that happened into his life and he, he uh, connects that with something spiritual. So that's the way the preacher thinks when, when, he, when he does things or the, or the Sunday school teacher. I haven't told you where to go in your Bibles yet. Go to the Gospel of John chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. And you think about that car battery, and you think about it going dead and getting a jump, and you and I can think about our lives and how we need that. We seem like... We, it seems like we're doing what we're to do as Christians. It seems like we're walking through the motions that, that we are to, to be in and doing what we should be doing. But something just doesn't seem right. And it seems like we get exhausted. We get frustrated. We don't see some effects like we want to see. And, and we're, just, we're just spent. 
And in John chapter 15, we find a lot of help for the everyday Christian living and the power supply that we need. We were there Wednesday night, chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. We were in the exact same place. And by the way, for the next several services that I preach in, it's probably going to be from these verses. Wednesday night, we, we thought about Jesus, and we went home with our hearts and our minds fixed on Jesus as the true vine. That's what we read about here, that He is the vine, and we are the branches. And Wednesday night, we focused on abiding in Christ. Tonight, we're going to look at something else. This morning, we're going to look at the branches. That's us. That's, if, you're, if you're here this morning and you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're a child of God, and you're a branch. And we're going to focus on the branches and look at the branches. Look with me in the beginning of this chapter as we read. Jesus says, I am the true vine. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine... No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gathered them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. We're going to consider ourselves in this as the branch today. That's us. We're the branches. Jesus is the vine, and we are the branches. The vine has power to produce. And the vine can produce through branches that are attached to it. You think literally of a vine and a branch, and, and we get that, and we understand that. Jesus uses stuff like this to get our attention to make sure that we learn a truth from Him. Now, you think about vines and branches, the vine itself doesn't bear fruit. That happens by way of the branches. You see the fruit produced off of the branches. We look in the verses and we see that God is the husbandman. God the Son is the vine. And it's very good 
for us to look at these things and put them together and to see what we are, who we are, and how we live the Christian life as the branches. It's good to identify ourselves with what we are here, the branches. Because as God's children, we are the branches. And so what are the branches in relationship to God the husbandman and the vine, the true vine, the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, Jesus tells us here. And He wants us to listen to His words about ourselves as the branch in the Christian life and the ability to live for Him and the power to live for Him. I just can't stop thinking about the, 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 the literal vine and the branch though. Jesus gave that to help us to understand this. And so let's think about this branch as what? A stem of wood? that comes off of the vine, and that stem of wood that comes off of the vine, it has one purpose. You drive down the road and you see the vine and the branches on a fence, or you see it on a trellis, you see these branches coming off of a vine, you've seen it all your life, and branches have one purpose, and that is to bear fruit. Fruit is going to be produced and brought forth on the branches. To bear the fruit, the vine has everything that the branch needs to be able to produce that fruit. The vine doesn't bear the fruit itself, but it has the power to produce that fruit for it to come forth on the vine. What is Jesus teaching the children of God in this? That God's children have one reason for existence upon this earth while we are here until we get to heaven. We are here on earth as a branch for one thing, that the heavenly vine might bring forth His fruit into and through our lives. For the saved soul that comes to know this, and falls in line with God's order and God's plan, knowing and experiencing and living their very purpose, oh, how joyful that soul is. How content and how satisfied we are when we are able to miraculously be brought into God's plan and fulfilling the purpose that we are called by God to. For someone to declare, I live for one thing, and for that one thing to be bearing fruit from the heavenly vine, that results in contentment. That results in satisfaction. Every human being has that in common in life. People are looking for satisfaction 
all throughout this world. It's like cotton candy. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't stick, it doesn't stay, it, it doesn't satisfy but people are, are, are looking in material things. They're looking in other people. They're, they're looking in strangers, wanting a stranger to instantly be what, wants, what needs to satisfy them all their lives. People crave to be content and to be satisfied. The purpose that God has given the human being in this life is what satisfies. And nothing will satisfy But that we've been given life by the true vine. May we completely give ourselves to the vine that we might bear his fruit in our lives. The branch, a literal branch, is able to conform to the vine in a whole lot of aspects. You know, What's inside that vine is what the branch needs. That power supply, everything the branch needs is there. A branch that is attached to the vine receives what the vine has. So in and of themselves, look, they become the same. The branch and the vine in connection have the same nature. They have the same life. They are attached so they're in the same place. And they do the same work all together, ultimately. The vine and the branch become one. If the branch is separated from the vine, that branch is of no good and can do nothing. It's important that the children of God, that we realize that we are partakers of a divine nature. God used that fisherman, Peter, for the Holy Spirit to write His words through him. And he says in 2 Peter 1.3, According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life, and godliness through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. The Christian has the very nature of Christ living within. And when we yield ourselves to Christ, our lives start to conform to Him, to His purposes, to what He loves, to what He does. And that's what our lives start to do. It's, it's His plan. He's predestinated us to be, con- not to salvation, but to be conformed to the image of His dear Son. The branch is a likeness of the vine. Man, the vine is big, and it's thicker, and it's more powerful. The branch is feeble, and in need of constant supply. The branch is always in need of strength to be able to fulfill 
its purpose. So it's attached to the vine and receives everything it needs. The the believer and Jesus Christ are the same way in the Christian life. And in this, we become and we start to portray a likeness to our Lord Jesus Christ more and more and more. Therefore, as we look at this process of the vine and the branches, and and we start to relate this in our lives, we can understand by this that there is no possible independence apart from God for you and I to live the Christian life. That tries to rise up in us all the time, that is a gear that we seem to go to sometimes. And we try to live a supernatural life in our own ability, and things break, things don't work, things fall apart, we get exhausted, things don't go right, and stuff messes up. What a clear understanding that there is no living for Christ apart from the power and the ability of Jesus Christ. There is nothing done in humanity in and of itself that can be accepted by God. Nothing in and of ourselves alone, independent from God, that He sees as good. We just shared in Sunday school that there is none good, no, not one. There is no quality in in just our humanity that God can receive. We learn here and we perceive that the Christian life is a life of absolute dependence on Jesus Christ. And maybe most everyone here would say, yes, I know this truth. But there's something that happens to us throughout our activity for God, throughout ministry, throughout throughout serving the Lord, even throughout witnessing to others, that we start to get more tired than we ought to. We start to get more frustrated than we should. We long to see more effects than what we see. And that's because we start going back to what's natural. We start going back to to a pride that says, I'm doing this. Look what I'm doing. Look what I can do for the Lord and we clearly have Jesus wanting us to know here that the Christian life is a life of absolute dependence upon the Lord his name is the true vine we are the branches he is the vine he is the supplier he is the power that we need. All, of the bran- all that the branch is ever able to be is because of what the vine provides. If the vine doesn't give to the branches, the branches have nothing. 
The branches can't do anything. The branches can't bear any fruit. They can't look beautiful hanging over the trellis there. They can't look beautiful hanging over the, the not carport, but the patio cover in the backyard. The branches have nothing and can do nothing. What's Jesus telling us here? That the Christian is called to a continuous life day by day, moment by moment, of depending on Jesus Christ for everything. It's a wonderful thing when we realize that it's not Scripture in the Bible when we hear someone say, God helps those who help themselves. That is not biblical. It is not Bible. It would have to be in in the, the, the 67th book of the Bible if there were one. And it's not, there's not one and it's not there. It's a high level of blessedness for the Christian who continually depends upon Jesus Christ. Around the clock, all the time, Christ has a supply of everything we need. As I was thinking about that, I was hearing the song that Katie was singing about how much He cares. He cares so much that He has set us up with a supply very close by from His large, generous giving hand of everything that we need in life. Working in us a full measure of strength and producing through us unending fruit. How many people have you seen give Christianity a run for a few years and then they're gone? How many people do you see walk away? Look, it's not always because of sin or something like that. They just get... Miserable in thinking that they can't live this life in Christ because they're not relying on a relationship, they're relying on religion. I've had so many people that God has given me the opportunity to talk to who stepped in the church a while and they literally told me this religion stuff is too hard. It is. It's impossible to get where you need to by religion in in the negative sense, but by a relationship in Jesus Christ. He's the vine, and we are the branches. He cares. He loves us. He knows what we need. We never need more than what He can give. He can give us everything we need and He does. He supplies when we depend on Him, when we abide in Him. The branch is attached to the vine to receive everything that we need. Jesus says right here in these verses, For without Me, ye can do nothing. A pride will try to, try to rise up. And make us gloss right over that. But Jesus wants us to stop and meditate on everything here. 
that He's trying to get across to us. Jesus wants us to see the Christian life does not work by trying to be religious and do good works to be accepted by God, but that there must be absolute dependence upon Him, His his person, His power for this life to be able to work. And when we do depend on Him, He gives strength by His supply. And He produces by His power. Let me, let me stop and say something real quick. If, if God the Son, if Jesus Christ came to this earth, and He depended on heaven's power, He depended on upon the Father, for everything that He did. What are you and I going to do independently? What can we possibly do in and of ourselves? We have to be removed out of the way. We're not the vine. We're never going to be the vine. We're the branches. We're always going to be the branches. Jesus Christ is always going to be the true vine. And we need Him. Always. He is our supply. And that brings about the unwavering confidence that the Christian can have. When you read what what God has used John to write, it is always going to be laced with confidence. Because he relied upon Jesus. He had a loving relationship with Jesus. You look through the Gospel of John and you find that John said Jesus' name a whole lot more times than those in the other Gospels. And he had an unwavering confidence. Look. Put all of, don't, don't take one statement I'm saying and run with it. Put all of this together. The branch has no care or concern. The vine has all that is needed. And the vine gives. The vine gives to the branch. The branch just simply has to be attached to receive what is needed. Get what Jesus is telling us. This is teaching the restless, frustrated, exhausted Christian that the truth of living the Christian life is about the blessed rest that we're called to. We are called to rest in Jesus right now by faith. That is receiving His supply. That's working in His power instead of our own. When we rest in Him, we're restless to serve God. We're restless to do this and we're restless to do more. But we must rest in Him. He's the vine and we are the branches. I'm not going somewhere on my own with this. It all goes together. He is our supply. The secret of growing, of strengthening, of fruit bearing is being yielded to Jesus and rested in Him. 
Our minds can spin with ministry work. Our minds can spin with the idea of church attendance and and being here and, and doing what we should as a Christian, making sure we pick up our Bible at home. Our first focus has to be on Jesus Christ. There, there's a song about worship that says, I, I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing that I made it. When it's all about you. It is all about Him. He is the only power we have. For without me, ye can do nothing, Jesus says. It's about resting in Him. That's a place to get to. That's a place that the Christian doesn't necessarily quickly get to. Resting in Jesus. Jesus invites us and He says, Come unto Me, all ye that are laboring, laboring or heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take My yoke upon you and learn of Me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. That's right now. For My yoke is easy and My burden is light. It kind of casts new light on a very popular verse to us, doesn't it? Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. That's where it's at. And we're not always there. And Jesus wants our attention on this. This is where He always wants us. We're not the vine. We're not the power. We're the branches who have to be given the power. Oh, how the Christian life works out. When we quit trying to be a vine, which we're not, and we start being the branch. Let us us hear Jesus today. May we stop and fix our minds on what He is getting across. Let us learn this lesson and let us apply this lesson. That's what I hear in prayer, usually when we close a service or or even before the message. Help us to hear the Word and apply it to our lives. And this isn't something just that that, that we take off on a three-week run of this relationship of of vine branch experience. This is all the time. This is for every day. And we're messing up in, in, in independence. We're messing up and operating on our own and doing our own thing. May we stop and fix our minds on what Jesus is saying. We have one thing to do. My wife leaves for the day sometimes and I'm at the house and... She comes home and something's not done. And she says, I gave you one thing to do. I couldn't get one thing done on a one-item honey-do list. Jesus says, I give you one thing to do. Be the branch. Be the branch. And I am the vine, and I will supply you. We're not 
to be anything less than the branch, but we're not to be anything more than the branch. We don't get to a place where we say, Jesus, watch this and let me take care of this. Jesus, watch how I start steering this ministry. No! We're never to be anything more than the branch. We mess up and we fizzle out when we try to be more than a branch. Christ is the true vine. He's going to be the vine. He would not trade places with us. He wouldn't do that to us. It's all on Him. Everything comes from Him. He gives all. He will make us everything we ought to be if we will submit to staying in the realm of our position and being the branch. I have a word of rhyme I want to close with and, and it, really, it really sums up all the messages I have on my heart from, from this chapter. And it's lengthy and it's a little bit older English but I love that older English and I find it I find it pretty smooth. Only a branch. Tis only a branch, a thing so fragile and weak. But that little branch hath a message true to give, could it only speak. I'm only a little branch. I live by a life not mine. From the sap that flows through my tendril small is the lifeblood of the vine. No power indeed have I, the fruit of myself to bear, but since I'm part of the living vine, its fruitfulness I share. Dost thou ask how I abide? How this life I can maintain. I am bound to the vine by life's strong band, I only need remain. Where first my life was given, in the spot where I am set, upborn and upheld as the days go by, by the stem which bears me yet. I fear not the days to come, I dwell not upon the past, as moment by moment I draw a life which forever more shall last. I bask in the sun's bright beams, which the sweetness fills my fruit. Yes, I own not the clusters hanging there, for they all come from the root. A life which is not my own, but another's life in me. This, this is the message the branch would speak, a message to thee and me. O struggle not to abide, nor labor to bring forth fruit, but let Jesus unite thee to himself as the vine branch to the root. So simple, so deep, so strong, that union with him shall be. His life shall forever replace thine own, and his love shall flow through thee. For his spirit's fruit is love, and love shall thy life become. And forevermore his heart of love 
thy spirit shall have her home. Many a Christian that, that you would know about just by the name who served God in great ways almost quit at one time or another but ended up going on to great things when they realize they're a branch and Jesus is the vine. May He do something amazing in Christians' hearts today. This message has absolutely been for the Christian. But let me tell anyone today that if you do not know the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, you have not experienced the power over sin. We can do some some good in the world. I can think of people who are not Christians who have done some, some things in the world that are good, but it's not like God can accept that because His children do for Him. He rewards His children. And so we pray that if there's someone here who does not know the saving grace of Jesus Christ, would you receive Him for the forgiveness of your sins and a home in heaven He promises to go prepare for you and to come back and get you and to take, he, take you unto Himself that where He is, there you may be also. Will you have that promise for your life? Have your sins forgiven and know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then you enter a realm that, that you've never been in before and a relationship that will amaze you when the guilt is gone, the burden is lifted, and you know that heaven is your home. And you're not working to try to be approved by God who only, who only receives perfection. But you qualify for that perfection because of Jesus Christ and Him becoming your Lord and Savior. We pray that you would trust Him Today, in a time of invitation that we have, I would love to share the Bible with you to show you how you might be saved. And, oh, child of God, if we might go... We didn't, we didn't get all this in 30 or 40 minutes. If we would go home and, and listen to what Jesus is saying to us right here, it will change our Christian lives. I, I want it to change mine. And there has to be Christians here who, who wants it to change, change theirs. Hey, hey, if Jesus gave the instructions for how to live, you know it's perfect. You know it's right. You know it's not natural. And you know that, that what is natural that we fall into has exhausted us, has made us want to walk out sometimes, has made us so weary, has got us down. We have not been expecting the great things that God can do. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. When we're abiding in Him, when the branch is the branch and we're looking to the vine who's the true vine, we can be expecting that. We're looking to that. We're excited about that as children of God. We're working our fingers to the bone, exhausted physically, 
in ministry, but as excited as we can be to get back to it every, every day. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank You for Your presence. We thank You for Your power, for Your Word, Lord, that it be not used for any selfish purpose in and of ourselves, but that we would give You glory for it, that we would receive what You are telling us here. And I want to thank You, Lord, for this life that You've given us to live on this earth, that we might know our place, that we might know our power. It comes from the person of Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, may we be a branch. May we ever abide in the vine and be attached to you to fulfill our purpose. We love you this morning. I want to thank you for what you do in this time of invitation. Move on hearts as only you can, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. If everyone